Good morning, and thank you for joining me once again. If you've got a Bible and it is handy, open your Bible to Matthew chapter 10. We'll look at one verse, verse 28. Again, a sobering statement from the lips of our Lord Jesus Christ uh, as we continue our series uh, from unbelief to belief and uh, just looking at some things that are, that are difficult. Uh, that are difficult for the people of the church sometimes to think about and, and to, uh, to hear, uh, and certainly difficult for the unbelieving world uh, to hear and to understand. Uh, there's this nominal, overly simplistic view of Jesus that he was just this really nice guy that would never hurt anybody's feelings and went around kind of speaking little uh, pious platitudes and uh, he never said anything that uh, might hurt somebody's feelings or, or you know, might scare them. Well, uh, that's a lie. Uh, Jesus said some things that are quite pointed. And we often say, well, really, he, he only said these really dramatic and difficult things to the religious people and blah, blah, blah. Well, really, yeah, he said some pretty rough things to the uh, Pharisees and so forth of his day. Uh, but uh, he said some rough things to most anybody uh, that uh, would happen to hear that he had a very pointed message. And so here he warns us about the reality of judgment. And uh, many times we speak of salvation or being saved. And the question is, then what are we saved from? Uh, I know R.C. Sproul, the late R.C. Sproul, the wonderful Presbyterian theologian, philosopher, author, teacher, pastor, uh, uh, wrote a book entitled Saved from What? Uh, in which he takes this up and uh, kind of in a, in a you know, whimsical kind of way speaks about someone coming up to him and uh, uh, asking, you know, brother, are you saved? And, and he was like, saved save from what? Uh, from the sky falling? From, uh, you know, from uh, my health failing? From financial disaster? What, what, what are we talking about? And so here uh, we see with some clarity what we're saved from. Uh, Jesus says, And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. And so it would be appropriate, appropriate to say, in some sense, we are saved from sin. We could say that we're saved uh, from hopelessness. We could say we're saved from hell. Uh, but probably the most precise thing that we can say is that we are saved from God. We're saved by God, for God, from God. We're saved from His wrath. As Paul would write in the first letter to the Thessalonian church, that we have been delivered or saved from the wrath to come. Uh, that uh, the hell is the right, just, holy application of the wrath of God to those who have persisted in their un belief, okay? And so uh, God saves us by His grace from His fierce wrath that He has rightly warned us of as it is the right expression for what sinners deserve. Uh, you know, oftentimes we like to say something along the line, well, God uh, hates the sin, loves the sinner. And, and, and again, we can kind of, you know, go back and forth on that. But please be aware 
that sin is not that which is going to be punished by God in hell. It is sinners. And so um, uh, the wrath of God is, is an awful thing. It is a wonderful thing in that it does resolve the issue of that which is right and just. What does the offense to a holy God deserve? It deserves His wrath. And so by His grace, He has delivered us through His Son, through the gospel, from this right expression of wrath. So, what are you saved from? Well, you're saved from God. You're saved by God, from God, for God, through His Son. He has delivered you by His gospel, by the person and work of the Lord Jesus Christ from the wrath to come. So I pray that this is a blessing to your day, and I look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.